welcome to episode 39 of the Chew In Your Boot podcast and we've got another guest for you today as we bring you Brody Couch. Brody's a rising fast bowler in the Victorian ranks and he's just been rewarded with a rookie contract for Victoria. We really enjoyed this one and we hope you do as well. Brody, welcome to the Chew In Your Boot podcast. Thanks for joining us today. No worries, boys. Thanks for having me. Obviously, had an exciting week last week, so we'll get into it a bit later, but just describe yep. those initial feelings upon hearing the news of your contract. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a relief, to be honest. It's been a nervous wait the last couple of months. Just sort of had a little bit of hope of, to get an opportunity, but then to finally find out that I did did get one was a bit of a relief and bloody excited. So, yeah, it was awesome. Absolutely. And we like to get a bit of a background on our guests. Can you take us back to your childhood and <laughs> and where did, did your passion for cricket start? Yep, so I grew up on a farm um, in Naranda, which is about half an hour from Warrnambool. And I guess my dad sort of got me into cricket. So that was probably the main reason I started playing. I was watching him just at a local level, just in the Warrnambool District Cricket Association, just from a young age. And sort of progressed from there. Um, yeah, I had, have four brothers and sisters, so always had some good fun backyard battles. We had the old tennis courts and um, had a bowling machine there for a while, so that, that sort of helped, helped things progress. And, um, yeah, always loved my sport, uh, footy as well. Um, yeah, come from, from a dairy farm. So, yeah, we used to, used to milk two or 300 um, head of cattle and... Um, not on the farm anymore, but yeah, I'm living in Geelong at the minute. And you've got an incredibly talented sporting family. Do you think that always you're always destined to excel in a sport because of this? Um, I'm not sure. I think uh, my dad sort of was a pretty handy cricketer just at the local league, so I guess it was in the genes a bit. But I think then it comes back to a bit of dedication and how much you really love it, I guess. And I guess hard work sort of pays off. So. Um, yeah, as long as you're dedicated and I sort of play the game more for just the, the love of it and the mates, you, the mates you make along the way. So I think that sort of carries you, I reckon, when you're having the most fun. That's when you sort of play your best in any sport, I reckon. Yeah. And as you mentioned, you grew up playing good cricket for Naranda. How big were they for your development? Yep. Very big. I know I had a couple of mentors um, from a young age, so... Uh, Jason Mungen, who's still um, heavily involved in, in cricket in the Warrnambool District Cricket Association. And then my dad was probably the other the other mentor at that time. And then we were sort of, when I was sort of starting out, we were only a, a DB2 side. And then they won the, the DB2 won the flag. And then I sort of got a bit older, older and we opened up to a DB1 spot. And there was a lot of opportunities, um, especially at a young age, I think. I started playing when I was 13, so the opportunity was always there with a lot of older blokes as well, which which definitely helped me progress a lot a lot quicker and the advice and sort of mental sort of side of the game that they that they um, showed to me in the last probably when I was oh, 14 to 17 sort of has definitely helped in my senior cricket progressing through. Um, rep cricket through WDCA and now for Geelong as well, that's for sure. And you mentioned making your Div 1 debut in the Warnable League at just 13 years old. Was that a daunting experience or something you just were excited for? 
I think I was just pretty pumped for it. Um, at that age, you sort of just you just want to play, and you don't really think about if things are big or you know you don't really get really nervous. And I think being in that side as well, we're, we're all country blokes coming off farms and stuff. We're a pretty comfortable sort of side, and I was just really keen to get into it. In the 2016-17 season, you made the Vic Country under-17 side. How amazing was this experience? Yep. And what was the, I suppose, the level of cricket like compared to what you'd been playing? Um, yeah, that was probably a, a big eye-opener. That was sort of my first real look at a, a state carnival, and um, a, na- a national carnival, sorry. And it just sort of was a big eye-opener just for me to have a look at the talent around the country and sort of the level that I need to be at, which was a lot higher than obviously just your local stuff. And I think the biggest difference is every side had, you know, the extra good bowler or the, the depth in their batting, whereas, you know, your local comps and your, your rep comps just didn't have that, that much depth. And obviously the other thing was the standard in the fielding as well went up a lot. And yeah, with everything, you just sort of have to be a lot fitter. You bowl a lot more. Intense overs I sort of felt So yeah And you make those Vic country sides off the back of Strong Western Wales performances Were you dominant at the state level? Not really no To be honest When I first started I was more of a batter And I didn't really make too many scores And sort of progressed into More of a bowler now And I think I had a a couple of good games But never really Stood out, I don't think, in those carnivals. Yeah, okay. And 2017-18 was obviously a big season for you, making the under-19 Vic Country side, as well as moving to Geelong and making your first debut. It must have been a big year in many ways, not just cricket-wise. Yeah, that was a big year. Um, And I think I'd just finished up. I was just finished near 12 as well. So, yeah, that was a massive year. There was a lot going on and things sort of, Flew by pretty quick, but yeah, it was an awesome experience just for the 19s. Um, everyone, everything just takes that next step. And um, especially in the first at Geelong, you sort of realise um, the game's a lot more mental and there's a lot more tactical, um, yeah, there's a lot, lot more tactical stuff you sort of have to think about rather than just performing the skill. Because in the first at Geelong, I guess, at Premier level, most, or most, if not all, players have the skill there. It's just the players that stand out are the ones that make the right decisions in the key moments of the game. And what was your first debut like? And were there any big names in the opposition? Yeah, I played against uh, Ringwood. I think I think I took a couple of wickets. I got. I know David King plays a left-hander, very good left-hander. Um, I think I might have even gotten him out. So that might have been my first. Yeah, scalp from memory. But yeah, no, it was, that was a good time for sure. 2018-19 was a big year for the club. Making the final, which we'll get to, but your best performance came in the prelim, yeah. taking Pfeiffer. What must have yeah. been pleasing to perform in such a big game. What was that like? Well, uh, you mentioned that. Um, I was actually really sore. Yeah. So I was, yeah, I was actually really sore and... Before I actually took a wicket that day, I think it was, I think it must have been just before lunch, and I contemplated not bowling it like again because my back was playing up, and the boys just said harden up, and I got back out there, and I don't know, just sort of 
got a bit of momentum and you take one and you sort of get your tail up and then everything just sort of flows on. It was just one of those afternoons, I think, where everything clicked and the run-up was right and everyone was pumped and, yeah, it's just awesome. And then the next week in the final against Carlton at the Junction Oval, you unfortunately went down, but you must have been very happy with the team's success that year. Yeah, look, we... We had a pretty good year. I think all their bad, our top six all made hundreds. And I think every bowler uh, took a five. So, like, we had success in, all, in every um, aspect. Um, it was pretty disappointing to not put the game away making 400. But I think it was a pretty even game. And the wicket was pretty flat. So, we didn't drop any chances at all. It was just a real grind to the end. And, unfortunately, we were on the wrong side of it. And it was obviously such a close game. You guys put in a big score on the board. Do you dwell on any moments or is it something you've just sort of put in the back of your mind? No, I don't really dwell on any moments. I think we didn't really make any mistakes. I think we had enough runs on the board and we did bowl fairly well. We just, we just quite, didn't quite get any more chances. Like we didn't drop any catches or anything like that. But yeah, I do, do think back on it every now and again. And um, it sort of fuels the fire a bit more. Like Geelong haven't won a, a first 11 premiership before and I'd love to be a part of the first one whenever that could be. I think we've got a fairly strong list and a, a young list, but yeah, hopefully there's some exciting times to come. Definitely. You made your Victoria seconds debut last year. How incredible was that experience and did it give you a belief that you could be able to keep stepping up to a higher level and perform as you have through much of your career? Yeah, I was, I was actually really nervous for that. Um, that was probably, yeah, the, a big step up. Um, but, yeah, I sort of, I think I was, I think what's good is I was bowling fairly well at the time. So I had a fair bit of confidence in myself and, you know, all the coaches just said to go out there and do your own thing and, and bowl how you normally would, obviously, with plans and stuff. But it's important at such a high level, you sort of got to back yourself. Otherwise, um, the batters will just make a meal here. But, um, yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot less room for error in second 11 compared to um, Premier Cricket, that's for sure. So it was definitely a learning curve and, yeah, something that I remember for a fair while. And as we've mentioned, you obviously rewarded last week with a rookie contract for Victoria after another great season last year. Can you tell us what this will entail and how does a rookie contract differ from a full contract? Yeah, so. Um, a rookie contract, basically you're there part-time, not quite full-time, but, but so I'll be there three days a week um, early in the season. So it'll be a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And um, for starters, we've just been doing uh, gym and fitness, so gym and running for the first month, and then we're kicking into skills in July, so next week. Um, but, yeah, in terms of a full contract, I think the boys come in Tuesday um, as well for a, a circuit session, which the rookies aren't a part of. And they a lot of the full contracted players do Saturday sessions as well. So the rookies are sort of there on a part-time basis. And, um, and yeah, so I'll continue doing my uni studies at Deakin in, at Warm Ponds. And then I think a lot of the other rookies just have part-time work or, or doing study as well. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that's sort of how it's looking at the minute. Yeah. Yeah. And- so have you heard much since since you were given that contract? Heard much like in terms of 
Um, yeah, explain yeah, just, it again. Just from the coaches. Oh, just about, um, just about the whole concept of being on a contract and stuff like that. Yeah. We have, we've had minor discussions, but I think um, most of it is just trying to get your fitness down pat and, and um, when the skills sort of kick in, I think that's when you start to have those more one-on-one conversations with the coaches and stuff like that. And um, obviously then the games kick around and you start really working on, your, on what you need to do to improve your game. But, um, yeah, I definitely, definitely would need to improve in all aspects of my, of my game just to be able to continually um, step up to the, the next challenge, I guess. There's always stuff to learn and... Um, I'm eager to learn and there's really good coaches and and the, the boys are really good fellas as well. So they're always encouraging you at every chance to to make yourself a better player in person. And your great mate Tommy Jackson was also rewarded with one. How pleasing is it to achieve yep. your goal with someone you're so familiar with? Yeah, it was bloody good. Um, he's He's worked really hard as well and it was just good to see that hard work pay off, you know, he hits, hits a lot of balls and he's, um, I definitely know he's wanted something, an opportunity like this for a long time. And it was just good to see him get rewarded as well. And yeah, it's good to, to have both of us from the same place. It doesn't really happen very often. Um, so yeah, I was pretty proud of him. Definitely. <clears throat> and Victoria obviously has some incredible players on their list. Who are you most looking forward to playing and training alongside with? Um, well, I know I'll be in the same bowling group as Scott Bowen, so he's probably him and Pato are probably the the two main men there, the older sort of guys. I think Pato will be training with the Aussie Aussie squad a fair bit more than the Vic stuff. But um, I definitely am looking forward to to speaking with um, you know the likes of Pete Hanscom and Marcus Harris and Glenn Maxwell and Finchie when they're there. Definitely from a bowling point of view, just tactically and you know just getting their ideas and thoughts and stuff on like that and one of your teammates at Geelong Gus Boyd he's also a friend of the show and a past guest is yep. he someone you've yep. got to know pretty well yeah I've got to know Boyd really well he's a great fella um, yeah yep. we'll have to speak to him and get you into our six yep. aside no, team for <laughs> yeah sounds yeah, good really appreciate cricket's a very psychological on. game I want to get nervous before or during a game, and if so, how do you manage this? Um, nervous, not so much before Premier Cricket. I think the big thing for me is uh, structure and routine. So um, the morning of a game, I'll just have have me brekkie, but then once I rock up, it's just it's pretty cruisy. You know, you do your band work and you foam roll and then you get into your your warm up and stuff but by the time you're there I'm pretty relaxed but it's just um, taking the next step like as in playing second 11 which is sort of unfamiliar territory there they're probably the times that I do get nervous but um but yeah if the game's close or if the get yeah does it the game's on the line that's also another time where um I'm sort of a little bit nervous but um you got to try and hold your hold your hold your cool. So, yeah, all in all, I I don't I'm not one to get overly nervous. So I don't really have to worry about that. It's yeah, more just about executing your routine and staying sticking true to your structure. 
Well, Barry, that's all we've got for you. We really appreciate your time given your new busy schedule and we wish you the best of luck and I'm sure everyone will be hearing your name a lot more in the future. No worries. Thanks, heaps. Thank you. Thank you. That wraps us up for another episode of the podcast. We really appreciate Brody for his time. Stay tuned for some more guests in the future. Thanks for listening.